Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl, where we discuss all things concerning self-development and bettering our spirit, but from the homie perspective, somebody that's going through the journey day by day, just like you. Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, The Spiritual Homegirl, and we are back with another quick episode of The Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. Now, before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening, so thank you for listening, boo-boo. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choose to lend me your ears once a week for about an hour or so. And I hella appreciate that. So first things first, I want to give a quick disclaimer. I am doing all of these episodes. I know lately I've been a little spicy, a little sassy, not really as much as I could be or as much as I've been in the past, but... It's been a little spice these past four or five episodes, you know, lately. And I want to remind y'all, when I do these episodes, I really am in a great place. I am in a great space. I would never want to record a podcast because I, I do believe these are energy transfers. I would never want to create something from a space of negativity and have that transfer onto you as receiving negative energy from me. So be very clear when I say that when I record these episodes, I really am in a great place of happiness. I'm grateful. I'm just excited about the journey and what everything has to offer. I'm excited about the connection between myself and you all. So it's not like, you know, it's not that kind of party. Um, So I want to be very clear with that. And the reason why I'm clear with that is because today's topic is going to be talking about something that we all have gone through, whether we have been on the receiving end or unfortunately the shady end of the stick, meaning being shady. I want to give your parents, if you are a parent or are you around like children or ears that's younger than 14. And the reason why I say 14 is the magic number in this episode is because about that age, 12 through 14, um, especially with little girls, you start realizing that, you know, the, the the female dynamics, the drama starts to kind of kick up in the preteen ages. So if you have a preteen daughter or a preteen child that identifies as a girl, please let them hear the real from the home girl, please. Now, mind you, I will be saying a few adult words. So if you do not want your child, again, from 12, 14 up to hear, you know, these types of words. Go ahead, take me out the Bluetooth, okay? Because I don't want to be cussing all in y'all household, echoing through the walls. It's not going to be a lot of profanity. I just got a feeling the way my heart is set up right now, I just got to keep it very raw. And I don't, there's no way I'm sugarcoating this message today. I know people talk about cursing. I've done a very good job. I'm even just in terms of just challenging myself to see Um, And I've done a lot of episodes through this 65, what, 64, 65 is day, uh, daily podcasting marathon without cursing. But today's not one of those days. So I'm going to give you five seconds to go get your Bluetooth headphones or to take me off the speaker because I got something to talk. And the title itself already is out of pocket. So let's just get into it. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, so today's episode are th- is called Three Signs That Your Friend Ain't Shit. Now, I'm not speaking as a super perfect homegirl. I've never in my life been perfect ever, ever. And I'm grateful for that. I am blessed and honored and fortunate 
to be able to not put myself on such a pedestal that I am just incapable of making mistakes. What I can only say here is that these things have happened to me. And I'm not calling nobody out. It's not that kind of episode. Like, you know, these are things that happen when we grow up. So I don't have any ill will or hatred in my heart towards anybody that's inspired these types of things. It's not that type of situation with me. I'm grateful for the lessons learned. It really has helped me when it comes to learning how to build with folks. It's helped me with my intuition. It's helped me with discernment. So these are all great, great learning experiences. I just don't mind sharing them with you. I won't be naming no names. That's messy. That's messy. Okay. Um, But I wanted to give three signs that your friend ain't shit. So, With that being said, let's get into it. Sign number one, they lie on you. If this person is really your partner, then why would they lie on you? It's one thing to misunderstand and recollect something incorrectly. Okay? Like I said, we're not perfect. We're humans. You know, I know everybody likes to act like we're not human because everybody want to be extra super duper cool spiritual. No, we are doing both. So it's okay if you accidentally misread something misunderstood something misconstrued something and that was incorrect it's something completely different when you start creating falsities and lies to put your homegirl or your homeboy or your friend who don't identify as either as somebody who is foul or as a bad character or in my case this person put their drama and they mess on me I had a situation where a partner of mine who was no longer my partner, but it's still love just from a distance because, you know, sometimes you, you know, you're friends for a season and that season is over and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's cool. Again, learning experiences. But I didn't find out until after me and this person stopped being friends that they was putting they stuff on me. They was putting like lies on me. I had a woman confront me once. This is a very, very long time ago. A woman confronted me once wanting to know why I was dealing with her man. Now, I know I talked about polyamorous relationships. I know I talked about Atlanta marriages, a.k.a. open marriages. Um, This was not the case. This was a situation where she and this man were together. I had never seen this woman a day in her life. She had brought up a, a name, but you know, Black men with this type of name, that's very common. So I didn't think it was, I mean, I was like, I don't, I'm I'm not messing with no man named Sorsa. What are you talking about? But I knew of certain men by that name. I just wasn't dealing with them. And I tried to explain that to her. And she said, well, you want to know how I know you lying? Because so-and-so told me. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah. She said, y'all, y'all, that's your homegirl. Yeah, she told me. So I sit and I pause and I'm like, dang, wow, okay. So what happened was the girl that I was cool with was messing with this guy. And and um, I didn't know that he had a girlfriend. Um, I never met the man. I just knew him by his name. But since I never saw him before, I could never register a name with a face or, or nothing like that. I just knew that she was dealing with a dude named so-and-so. And that was that. So when she said that, and she said that that person was the one who put my name in the mix, I said, oh, I see. So old girl didn't want to get her ass whooped. So she put that on me, not knowing that the world is smaller than you think. And we actually end up being in the same place. Wow. 
Now, by that time, me and that person had stopped being friends and me and that woman diffused the situation and it was all good. But I realized in hindsight, even though we were no longer friends at that point, I was like, damn, she really wasn't shit. Like, <laughs> that was <laughs> that was a mess. She was going to set me up for failure and I had a situation escalated and the woman wanted to get violent. That would have been because a so-called friend of mine put me in the mix to begin with. So I was like, wow, that's a big red flag. And I'm really glad that, you know what I'm saying, that was confirmation for me not to even go backwards with that situation. So that's sign number one. When they start lying on you or they don't want to hold themselves accountable for their mistakes, so they put them on you and let, and let you take the fall for it. They set you up for failure. Um, Number two, second sign that your friend ain't shit. They purposely put you down in front of other people. Now, this is called, quote unquote, just throwing cute shade. There's no such thing as cute public shade. I don't care what nobody say. There is no such thing as, quote unquote, friendly or cute shade when it is in front of people because the thing is somebody gonna look like a damn fool at the end of that shade session and if your friend is gonna put you in that position to even look like a damn fool in public to begin with that is not your friend that's not your motherfucking friend that's a hater that's a hater i will give you another story with the same person (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's all love I promise I can, I'm can. i telling these stories with a smile it's good because again I was young she was young and I'm pretty I would like to think that that person is not who she was back then because I'm not the same person I was back then just like you are not the same person you were back then so that's why these stories are funny to me because it's like we just we just be learning and going through shit sometimes we don't know that we're fucked up or we have you know shitty tendencies and we have to fix that we have to go through these things where we unfortunately put folks or ruin relationships with folks that we care about because we have to deal with our own stuff. So again, it's not it's not a shock to her, but it does make for some great ass storytelling. Anyway, so I used to travel to go um go um hang out at her school. And I used to go for the weekend, hang out, you know, and drive back home um to my school. And back then, you know stilettos was a thing and you know and dresses like bodycon dresses was the wave and this is before everybody started doing it y'all we was kind of ahead of the game which is really really fun I think that's why my Achilles hurts now because I had been wearing heels since I was about 16 17 like stilettos stilettos um like for real high stilettos but because I'm short I'm like five even so you know whatever so um I used to always we used to always order dresses and the dresses would come to my mailbox at school and I would just take the mail and not even open it and just pack it in my bag. But I'll, I'll just pop the tag on the dress when I get there. No problem. And I left the pack or the package with my dress in it. I left it on my bed and didn't realize it until two hours after I had already left. There is absolutely no way I'm turning around and going to go pick up this dress. So I tell my homegirl, hey, I'm not going to get there to maybe like nine. The mall is going to close at nine. Do you have a dress that I can wear tonight? Because I don't have my dress. Because I was only going to be there, I think, Saturday, Sunday. So I only had one night to wear a dress. She said, cool, I got you. Don't trip. I got a new dress I haven't worn yet. You know what I'm saying? You could pop the tag on that. And then just give it back to me, whatever, whatever. Or you can buy me a, the next dress and I'll pop the tag on that. I was like, cool, no problem. 
I'm thinking we got a deal. I'm embarrassed because I done left my dress. You feel me? Like there's nothing, there's no worse feeling than leaving from your home that takes hours to leave and get there. And you've left something crucial. It's like, it's not like leaving a toothbrush. You can always go to like a QT or a 7-Eleven or something and go get you or a Wawa, depending on where you at, and go get you a toothbrush. No, we're talking about a whole article of clothing, an article of clothing that really sets something off. You really want to be fly. It's like leaving your flat iron at home if you just got your hair pressed. It's like leaving your ID at home. You trying to get into the club. Those are crucial things. So for me, that dress was crucial. So I pop the tag. It's not a problem. I end up going to the club. She got on a dress. It's a different color, same type. Well, not same exact style, but something similar. We cute though. We cute. She look good. I look good. We look good. It's good. So this dude, <laughs> this dude had been eyeing me from across the room. And y'all know how that go. You at the club. Y'all lock eyes for longer than maybe like, five seconds somebody gotta go over there the damn sure ain't finna be me so he come over there he got fine homeboys my girls is there with me they got they look good too so i'm like oh perfect you know what i'm saying perfect so me and him talking he trying to kick game you know you play cute <laughs> yeah whatever and um he's like yeah you look good you work in that dress and then the girl says yeah that's mine <laughs> she said yeah but it's my dress I was like, bitch. I was like, are you serious? I'm thinking this on the inside. I'm mad. I'm 38 hot. You hear me? I'm mad as a mug. I said, oh, this bitch hating. Okay. I can't let, I can't lose my cool though. Cause right now I'm in fly mode. And when you in fly mode, you don't pop off. And not to mention that's internal business. You don't let company know what's going on internally with your business. So I said, I'm going to handle her ass after this. But I did throw, I did throw a shot though. And it wasn't cute shade. It was really like a, hey, you better stand the freak down before we have a problem and I'll ruin this whole night. We'll go home. Um, but I said something to the effect of, um, damn, what did I say? Yeah, it's hers, but I, something, something to the effect of, yeah, it might be hers, but I own it now. And, I mean, and what I meant when I said I own it now is I'm too fly in this dress. You can't wear it after me anyway. So and so she peeked that and she stood down. She was like, all right, I might have went too far. Because my thing is, I don't I do not do that to my homegirl. So I kind of thought that was really out of pocket. I'm like, I would never embarrass my homegirl in front of no dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would never I would never embarrass my homegirl like that anyway. I would never want to belittle her for any reason in front of an audience. What, what purpose is that for? I get absolutely nothing from making my homegirl look like she's less than in a group full of people. So I was like, all right, cool. I see how you doing it. Um, you want some other shit. Like you, you got some, you, this is the second flag at the time. Um, when we were actually still cool, but I was kind of getting flags then. I just didn't want to believe it because I think sometimes when we have homegirls and homeboys and people that we call friends, I think that we look at time as an indicator of solidness, and that is not it. Time does not dictate solidness to me anymore. Actions dictate solidness. So you could be friends with me for six months, but if you've been solid them entire six months, you're solid to me. If I've been friends with you for 10 years, and four out of them 10 years, I've had to question your solidness, you're not solid to me. You're not. Because almost half of the time I've had to question your intentions of being around me anyway. Or whether you mean me good or mean me foul. 
So for me, it's not a good time is not a good indicator. Not to mention energy is also a factor for me. Sometimes you just feel it. Some don't feel right. And I'm not talking about acting like it's energy and it's under the disguise of insecurity. I mean, like legit, like it's the energy's not the same anymore. You may be growing apart from your partner and you don't realize it. Y'all may be moving in different directions. And ultimately, that was what happened. And that's okay. Um, you know what I'm saying? And that's cool. Like I said, it's not a it's not a disrespect or a shot. Everyone makes mistakes. Even I, I've made mistakes. So please don't ever think I'm perfect. I've made mistakes too. But in this situation, these were just so flagrant. I was like, dang, okay. <laughs> all right. And again, these are fun stories to tell. So I'm like, all right, cool. But the last one, she wants to blast you or he wants to blast you or they want to blast you after y'all not cool no more. And I see this a lot. I'm, I haven't had this happen um, that I can think of. And it probably has happened. But what I see a lot on social media is all of a sudden, when people stop being friends and they fall out, they end up exposing, quote unquote, exposing folks for being trifling. But my thing is, if you knew they was trifling and they was your partner, you didn't have a problem with it. So now that you're not cool with them no more, now you want to let people get put on game after you've been friends with them for so long? Now, I can see if it's non-negotiables, and I'm not trying to trigger nobody, but y'all know what the non-negotiables are. And what I mean by non-negotiables are, are those are usually things that are super, super, um, I want to make sure I don't, I don't use any words, like scamming, frauding, um, abuse, things of that nature. Like, I can understand you want to expose somebody, maybe you were scared of, um, of some type of like, you know, life-threatening consequences or what have you. I don't know. I don't know. But what I don't understand is when it comes to that, though, all of a sudden it's when you're benefiting off of that person exploiting other people or being foul or being trifling, it's not a problem. But now that y'all not friends for whatever reason, now you feel like you should blow the whistle. It doesn't make sense to me. And I'm not talking about like, and I know some of y'all gonna think to like some of the stuff in the news. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like real basic petty type of stuff. Like, for instance, if your homegirl scams dudes out of paying for shopping sprees and stuff like that if you was getting shopping sprees on the strength of your friend and now y'all not friends no more why are you gonna tell folks that this person might be possibly doing stuff or insinuate that your friend be out here using men or, or selling her body for me whatever it is you want to put out there in the streets i see it happen a lot it's like you was with her though you was benefiting though you was popping tags with her you was getting the drinks with her i don't understand like why? Like what? Like you was to me. I feel like if a friend is purposely, or if a former friend is purposely blasting their ex friend, and they was riding with them through the BS, you're an accomplice. So I feel like you just as messed up as the friend. The only difference is it backfires because your need to expose exposes you too. That's the backfire part about exposing. Sometimes people be so ill-intended with why they want to blast people's business. It don't really be to put nobody on game. It be to make somebody look bad. But sometimes they look bad too. So I just be sitting there like, dang, like, do people realize when they try to do that, like, they end up looking just as bad as the person that they trying to make look terrible? Especially if you was benefiting. Especially. Again, not talking about non-negotiables and just ultra- party files that'll put you in prison for lots of years if you get caught. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the basic petty mess we see. Like, if, you're, if your homegirl or your homeboy was a cheater 
You sat there and said nothing while they cheated and cheated and cheated and cheated. So now that they have been in a relationship and y'all not friends no more, or now that y'all done fell out, now you want to talk about them being cheating? You was lying for them. You was covering for them. They boo was calling. You was saying they was at your house. You just as bad. You're an accomplice. So you are just as much as, as guilty as the person that's doing it to me because you help them do it. That's just my opinion on that. Again, we're talking about a particular type of scale of triflingness. We're not talking about super duper uber, send you to prison for hell of years type of trifling, but you know that type of trifling that I just mentioned. So those are three good signs to help you discern whether your friend ain't shit or not. And if your friend checks all three of these flags, I'm not saying that they ain't shit. You might need to go sit real quick and go pray for some clarity if you do that. Or you might need to sit and, am I in denial? Like, that's a good way to look at it. Like, dang, this person done did all three of these to me. This person done did all three of these to me repeatedly. Is this really my friend or am I just using time or some other bonded experience we had to cover up the trifling behavior they be doing to me? Especially the embarrassing in front of your friends piece or embarrassing you in front of a club piece. Like that's really out. Like you gotta, you, I mean, what is the justification for making your, your loved one look small? Like how can you, how can you explain that? Like for real, if somebody has done that before, I would like your perspective and I'm not going to blast you. I promise. Cause that's not what this platform is about, but I do like perspective in that regard. And I would like understanding. So if you would like to email me at Maria at spiritualhomegirl.com, please let me know if you've done that in the past. And what was the rationale of embarrassing your loved one in front of a crowd of people? If the intent was not to really embarrass them, like why, if you're not trying to cut them down intentionally, what is the rationale? Again, it's not to blast. It's just for understanding. Because sometimes I'm not saying people do this and, and they're right when they give me the um, answer. I'm not even saying I'm going to agree. But I can understand a side even if I don't agree with it. And I think that's the perspective that we're kind of lacking in society where it's like, look, I ain't got to agree with you. But from your logic, I can see where you made that decision. I wouldn't do it, but from your logic and where you stand in your experience, okay, I can understand that. There's people that I disagree with on stuff every day. That doesn't mean that I can, I mean, but then again, we don't disagree on non-negotiables. So, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that whole, what they say? Disagreeing uh, respectfully, you know, like it's cool to do it with pizza toppings, but not with like social justice. Like we own that type of time when it comes to that. But, but yeah, I really would like some perspective if somebody has done it and doesn't and and can honestly say that it wasn't about willful, intentional um, put down or putting their loved one down. So, so yeah, y'all, I just wanted to tap in with y'all. First off, also before I get into my usual ending because I've been going through them links extra quickly. I have noticed that um, since switching to my new podcasting host, I've been looking at just working to understand this platform a lot better. And the Philippines is out here. Okay. Shout out to the Philippines. The Philippines is, (laughs) which is really fire right now. The Philippines is like my second biggest market besides the United States. So shout out to my Filipinos out there. What's up? What's up? Shout out to the Philippines. Y'all my country of the day. So shout out to y'all. But it's been really cool. Like, I mean, this has been, it's just really, really fire to like learn and discover like where the podcast goes. It's cool because 
I've never paid attention to this type of stuff. So since I'm learning the new host, I, I kind of have to force myself to learn everything about this host inside and out just so I understand what I'm paying for. So it's just really cool to, to <laughs> it's really cool. Um, so yeah, man, shout out to the Philippines out there and shout out to uh, my Filipinos that's out here in the United States too. Shout out to y'all. Um, matter of fact, my producer is half Filipino. So shout out to shout out to Jason Valerio. Hey, Trackademics. Shout out to you. Um, so yeah, it's been really cool to just learn more about um, where we at with it. It's cool. But anyway, y'all, don't forget to tap in with me on Spiritual Homegirl. That's YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Patreon is Spiritual Homegirl. We are ending our Sun Sign Challenge for Pisces very soon. We'll be jumping into Aries. I might do like a whole bunch of hella bonus stuff. Because my Aries son is, um, that's my birthday. That's my birthday season. And I really go up on Aries season. It's, it's really a big time celebration. So I'm really excited to bring that to the Patreon platform. So if you have $7 to spare, 23 cents a day a month, um, again, $7 a month, which is 23 cents a day, you can definitely support a black female creator, melanated female creator like myself. You can go to patreon.com forward slash spiritual homegirl or click my show notes. All this stuff is in my show notes. If you want to sign up for email tribe letter, tribe letter went out yesterday, but I am now doing um, a little test of, of daily tribe letters, just reminding people of what episodes I have going on. Um, just kind of keep people tapped in so they know what's going on with your folks. There's a lot of great episodes that I've done over the past 64 days or so. And I really would like people, um, kind of people say like, you got to remind me, like there's so much stuff I've been meaning to tap in. I'm like, okay, cool. We'll try a little test and see how it works. So if you haven't gotten tried letter yesterday, don't fret. If you signed up after 2 PM on Monday, you'll get it tomorrow. That's the plan. These episodes go out first thing in the morning. So um, the tribe letter should be going out first thing in the morning as well. So um, you can definitely go to my show notes to click that link or go to spiritualhomegirl.shop and join. If you want to join my text club, you can do so as well at spiritualhomegirl.shop or you can text homegirl10, homegirl10, all one word, to 81493. Again, homegirl10, one word, to 81493. And you can also get 10% off any purchase at the Homegirl Shop, which is again at spiritualhomegirl.shop. I have crystal infused aromatherapy, t-shirts, hoodies, the whole nine. You feel me? So we got that going on. And um, is that everything? Every time, I, every time. I know y'all be like, dang, Maria, you ain't figured it out yet. The thing is, I say these so quickly. Like, I'm telling you, when they talk about doing something enough times, it becomes a habit. That is factual because I I've been doing this for two over two months straight. And it's to the point where I'm like, wow, I really I really went through those. OK, well, cool. Maybe I should slow down towards the end. But yeah, y'all, <laughs> this has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. My name is Maria. And remember, trust the journey, trust yourself and trust that intuition when them red flags pop up. OK, love y'all. Peace. This episode has been produced by producer extraordinaire Jason Trichodemics Valerio.